0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello, and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about why spending more is actually a goal of mine for 2021. And that might sound a little counterintuitive if you have always heard from financial gurus, spend less, spend less, spend less. And I really grew up believing that and hearing that too. Especially when I first started on my financial journey, literally every single resource told me to spend less. Here's how to cut expenses. Don't eat out at restaurants if you are in debt. Don't go shopping. You shouldn't be buying things. Here are no spend days or do a no spend week or do a no spend month and all of these things over and over and over. So when I did those things, right, when I cut out the spending, I did the no spend week, I told myself I can't go out to eat or shop or do whatever. I was just overwhelmed with guilt. I felt guilty for wanting to, right? I felt guilty for wanting to go to the restaurant. And then if I did, let's say it was somebody's birthday or I just gave in and did it, then I would feel guilty the whole time. And it was just such a negative experience. Spending became this thing that was so bad, so negative. And my whole goals financially were to spend less, spend less, spend less, spend less. And so I was constantly cutting things out and things that I cared about. I was sacrificing all of these things because I thought I had to. And so I was getting ahead with money, but I was miserable and I was missing out on some of the things that I really, really cared about. And here's the bottom line that I wanna kind of point out, and then I'm gonna jump back into kind of my financial journey if spending feels bad to you or if you subconsciously believe that spending is bad, I want you to question that. Okay. I just want you to question that today because there's a difference between a belief and a truth. Okay. A truth is gravity, right? Like whether you believe in gravity or not, it's true. Okay. A belief is something that you might believe to be true, but it doesn't have to be true, right? You can pick a new belief. That's what beliefs are. And there are some beliefs that you absolutely probably want to keep. There are so many beliefs that I want to keep, but there are also beliefs that I have from growing up, that I have from traumatic experiences, that I have from whatever in my life that allowed me, that created these subconscious beliefs within me that I no longer want, that I no longer want, because certain beliefs will stop you from getting certain results. Certain beliefs will stop you from getting certain results. So if I want to live a beautiful, abundant life where I can buy the things I want to and, you know, do whatever I want to, but my belief is that spending is bad, right? Well, then if spending is bad, how am I going to spend what I want to? If it's bad, then I'll always feel guilty. Then that is not very abundant to me, right? And so I have to change that belief and that's what I had to do in my financial journey. I had to change the belief that spending was bad in order to get to the result that I wanted to, which was hitting my other financial goals And also at the same time, being able to spend and live abundantly now. Okay. So now that we know that whatever we currently believe to be true about spending, we can change it. Okay. We're tracking on the same page with that. Now that we know that we need to do two things. One, we need to figure out what is it that you believe to be true about spending And then we need to figure out what do you want to tweak or change that belief to? What do you want that new belief to be that will get you to the result that you want? Okay, so let me dive back into my story and then we'll kind of come full circle. So anyways, there I was. I was following all of these financial gurus that are built from, you know, that their entire expertise are built from restriction and sacrificing everything to get this goal, you know, to get this financial result. And I was constantly like felt so guilty. I constantly was stressed about money and I constantly felt like I wasn't trying hard enough or I wasn't where I was supposed to be because there was always something I could cut out when it came to spending. And and that was the, you know, where I kind of found myself between a rock and a hard place where... Okay. I was like, okay, I, I did what they said. I cut out and I no longer eat at restaurants. Oh, well, but now I, I still spend so money shopping. Okay. 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 I'll cut out all the money I used to spend shopping. Oh, well, but I spend a little bit on, um, you know, like nicer products for my health, like supplements or protein or whatever. Well, I, I don't need that. So I guess I could cut most of that. Well, but I have more money over here that I could cut. And so it constantly began this cycle of not only physically, literally like getting rid of expenses in my bank account so I would have more money to put towards debt at at the time, but it also became this like mental game for me, this negative, negative, negative cycle of no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. And so I just felt worse and I felt worse and I felt worse. And it reinforced this belief that spending was bad. And so all of a sudden, I started feeling, I mean, at the beginning, I would feel guilty or um, sad or mad or all this negative energy when I went out to eat or when I bought something at Target. But then as I continued to cut my expenses, I started feeling mad or sad or any negative emotion when I was paying rent, when I was paying my utilities, when I was buying groceries, when I was doing this, because it had trickled into all spending is bad. And I could feel it more than I could see it. So I wanna practice what that looks like with you right now. So we're I'm gonna practice two scenarios where you can either like close your eyes and pretend my voice is like your thought patterns, right? Like your, you know, that inner voice in your head talking to yourself. Um, close your eyes if you can, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Um, but just think as if this was your kind of like, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like stream of consciousness, right? You know how we, you know, your brain's always, always mil- you know, moving a million miles a minute, kind of talking to yourself, whatever. So I'm going to give you two different scenarios And as I'm going through this, I want you to tap into how you're feeling, okay? Tap into how this exercise makes you feel. And I also am curious if you've ever experienced either one of these things. Okay, so here is example one. Clear my throat. Example one. Okay, you just walked into Target and you already are feeling guilty, because you need one thing. Okay. You need one thing in target, but you know, you're going to see other things that you want and you, you should have, you know, ordered this a couple weeks ago, whatever this thing is, let's say it's a cleaning product. You should have ordered it on Amazon because you could have gotten it for cheaper, but now you need it. So you feel guilty about that. And so you're walking into target. Okay. So that's setting the stage. Now I'm going to talk as if I'm, this is like my voice or your voice. Okay. So here's your stream of consciousness. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I just need the one thing. I, I shouldn't even walk over that section because I know I'm going to find something I like and I can't spend anything because I already went over my budget last month and I already spent way more than I should on Christmas presents and I already spent way more than I should. And I should have just saved that money that I got for Christmas, but instead I already spent it on online shopping and I'm so stupid. And I'm so bad with money. Why did I even do that? Like what I'm, I'm just, no wonder I'm always stuck. This is so stupid. I'm so dumb. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Look at that beautiful, uh, you know, shirt that I just found. It's so pretty. I want it so badly. Chloe, you can't have it. You cannot spend that. No, I can't. I cannot have that. Well, maybe I should just buy it. Screw it. Honestly, I'm just, I'm going to have debt forever. I seriously am so lost. I am never going to pay off this debt as fast as I wanted to screw it. I might as well have it. I'm just going to transfer money from my savings and buy it really quickly. And I, I just, I want it so badly. So now you're going to go to checkout and talking badly about yourself. You transfer money from savings, you buy the thing, you're leaving target. And all of a sudden, how do you feel? Check in with yourself. How do you feel? probably you feel like shit. If you were really tapping into that, you probably feel like shit, okay? And that was me. That was literally my stream of consciousness every time I went somewhere and every purchase I made. And even if I wouldn't have picked up that one shirt, I would have still felt guilty for the money I spent on that other thing. No matter what it was, no matter why I was buying it, I would have had that whole... That whole experience ridden with guilt and shame and resentment and all of these things just because of this belief that spending's bad. Okay, so that's one experience that you might have something like that. You know, your voice might be something similar. Like it kind of made me anxious just like saying that stuff. But okay, so that was example one. Now I'm going to walk you through example two. Okay, this is example two, same exact scenario. You walk into Target, you're going to get one thing that like a cleaning supply or something that you forgot that you need to go pick up. And now here's your stream of consciousness walking in. Oh my gosh, I love coming into Target. I love the energy of Target. I'm so glad there's one right by my house. It makes it so convenient to pick up something like the cleaning supply I need and just makes it so easy. Oh my gosh, there's the cleaning supply. I'm so glad that they have it in stock. That makes it so convenient for me. You know what, I think I'm going to walk over and kind of walk by the clothing section of Target. There's a couple pieces that I've been looking for recently and I wonder if they have them. I'll just go check them out. Oh my gosh, look at that coat, it's so beautiful. I wonder if they have my size. Oh no, they don't have my size in that. And I'm really not willing to spend my money on something that doesn't fit me so perfectly and is not so beautiful. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait on that, but oh my gosh, they have this other coat that I've been looking at. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Oh my gosh, they have it in my size. This feels so aligned for me. And I know that I plan to, to spend about $200 $200 this month. And I I know I'm that this purchase fits into that perfectly. And so I know it works for me when it comes to on paper logistically. So that's totally awesome. I'm in such a neutral mood. This isn't a screw it mentality. Screw it. I'm sad and restricted. I might as well buy it. Or on the flip side, I'm so, so, so excited about something that I'm just like, screw it. It's, you know, a good day, I'm gonna buy it. But I'm I'm really in that neutral space where I feel so confident, I feel so aligned. This feels like such a good purchase for me. I love this piece. I've been looking for a piece like this. And I'm so proud to be able to walk in here and trust my decisions as a boss bitch with finances. And I cannot wait to buy this. I cannot wait to take it home, proudly display it in my closet and still hit my savings goals this month. (sighs) Okay. Same scenario. Both times you walked into Target to buy a cleaning supply. Both times you saw whatever the shirt or the coat and both times you bought it. Those are the exact same scenarios, right? Those are the exact same scenarios and the people in Target could have seen you in both scenarios and literally not known a difference on in your bank account. Those two purchases look the exact same, but it is the emotions behind this. That's the money mindset that we're talking about today and our money beliefs, it's what's going on behind the scenes, you know, deeper than money. (laughs) It's what's going on deeper than that, deeper than just the logistics that matters. That is what matters. So I want you to ask yourself, which feels better? Which feels better? Which scenario? And what are the outcomes of each? Because so on paper, sure, those two things were the exact same. But for me, when I lived in a state of example one, like I, like the first example where I was so frantic, I was so anxious, I felt so guilty, that would lead to a spiral the rest of the week or the rest of the month of me saying, screw it, I might as well purchase this other thing, or maybe having an overdraft on my account and then not calling the bank because I was so embarrassed about it because I was already feeling so low. Or maybe I bought the coat that wasn't even the right size for me because at that point I just wanted to buy something to feel good. And I was already saying, screw it. And I would just buy something out of alignment and then not return it, right? It was this whole spiral. So it wasn't that the outcome of the purchase was different. It was the aftermath of how it impacted me and the rest of my week how we spend matters. Now, of course, what we spend, you know, what we spend our money on is in alignment that matters too, but how we spend money matters, how we feel about money matters. And you carrying so much shame and guilt is going to F up your wealth building. It will F up your wealth building. So to kind of, come back to what this whole podcast episode is about of why one of my 2021 goals is to spend more money. As I sat down and crunched my 2020 personal finance goals. So I own a business, but I keep my business finances completely separate from my personal finances. So I'm just talking about my personal finances. So that's basically my paycheck and my savings account, and like my things personally. I realized something. I saved and invested a frick ton more than I ever have in my life, and w- bigger than my goals too. I exceeded all of my savings goals and income goals, and we talked about that in the last episode um, of the Deeper Than Money podcast where I went over my 2020 finance goals and also told you about my 2021 finance goal. So you can go listen to that episode if you want more deets on like the actual numbers, but I exceeded all of my goals of saving and investing. And those are my top priorities right now. But one thing I did notice, so my income dramatically went up from 2019 to 2020. My savings How much I saved dramatically went up from 2019 to 2020. How much I invested dramatically went up from 2019 to 2020. But one thing that I noticed is that my personal spending was barely over where it was in 2019. Okay, so imagine all those other categories nearly doubling, right? Literally nearly doubling, if not more. And then my spending category remaining the exact same. So here's what I want you to get though. I'm not saying that it's important to spend just to spend by any means or that you need to, if you make more, you need to spend more. I'm not saying that either. But as I did some deep reflection into 2020, right? Because when I'm looking at my 2020 finances, I'm not just looking at like, the spreadsheet and crunching numbers. I'm not just doing that. I'm also simultaneously looking back at what were the lows financially, like emotionally when it came to finances? What were the highs emotionally when it came to finances? What are some limiting beliefs that came up for me that year? What are some things that really challenged me to my core? And I I look at that stuff too. And one of the things that I noticed when I was Reflecting is that I realized that I'm such a saver at heart. You know, some people are savers, some people are spenders. I'm such a saver at heart. And like I was talking about earlier, I used to be, when I first started my finance journey, this restrictive spending queen of like spend less, spend less. That there were still times during 2020 where I wanted to spend something that was in alignment but chose not to in order to put that into savings. And that might not seem like a a negative thing to you at all. And that's okay if it doesn't. But for me, for me, I value spending similar to how I value like investing or savings. I value saying yes to dinner with friends or, you know, being there ordering that extra Bloody Mary. I value saying yes to the third vacation of a year before Shay and I you know, have kids down the road and our priorities shift. I value buying things that are more sustainable and maybe spending a little bit of extra money. And I value, here's the key, if you're gonna take one thing, take this. I value my alignment and trust in myself that I'm a boss ass bitch when it comes to making money decisions and I'm allowed to say yes to the things that are in alignment with me. I'm allowed to say yes to the things that are in alignment with me. And so what I noticed as I was doing this like deep reflection of 2020 is that there were times throughout the year that honestly, if I wasn't sitting down and doing this like deep inner work that I probably wouldn't have even noticed because I still spent so wonderfully. I loved the year. It wasn't like it was super restricted by any means, but it's this new level that I'm tapping into. And I want to continue to tap into in 2021 where it's not just about, okay, this thing was aligned. And so I'm allowed to purchase, but it was, I am allowed to trust myself by saying yes to the things I'm aligned to, even if I could also make the decision of saying, well, that's really aligned and I want it, but I should save, but I could save more, right? Because like we talked about earlier, it's a slippery slope. You can always save more. You can always cut more expenses and cut expenses and cut expenses, but that's not the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is at the end of the day that you're proud of where you're at, and when you look at your bank account or you look at where your money's gone, that's in complete alignment with the life you want to live. That it's in complete alignment with one uh, or with the life that you want to live. And so, yes, my goal, one of my goals this year is to spend more, and so I increased my spending amount. And does that mean that every single month, if I haven't hit that, I'll be like, oh crap, I need to spend more. No, but what that is going to do is it's going to be this reminder for me that I give myself permission to say yes more easily when something comes up that I want and is in alignment and not no, just to, you know, do, you know, do the best thing and save more, invest more. I'm allowed to say yes easily and trust myself when it comes to, when it comes to spending. So for me with where I'm at right now and with where Shay and I are at, my spending and investment goals are number one, because To me, that's my most, you know, bootylicious goal. Like I love it. It hypes me up. I'm so excited about that goal. And it's the biggest priority for me right now. But that doesn't mean that simultaneously my spending goals or what I'm spending my money on isn't important too. The goal every month is not to look at your finances and cut costs. It's to continuously check in with what you want, what your priorities are, Work on your money mindset and strive for knowing that you're a boss ass bitch with money and you can trust yourself when something feels in alignment and spend. So catch me out here leveling up, you know, <laughs> catch me out here leveling up this year, but I'm serious. Like this is what gets to happen. And I also just want to point this out. Another reason why I wanted to record this podcast episode is I I will get questions from people being like, I just can't wait. Like, how do I get to your point? Like, how do I get to the point at which you're at? And I'm like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but that shouldn't be your end goal. Right? Like the good news and the bad news of this whole finance journey is that it really never ends if you're someone like me and you don't want to plateau, right? Like for me, the goal, the reality I have now, it was my biggest dream three or four years ago. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stay here, right? Like I still have big goals. I'm still constantly challenging myself of how can I level up into a, a more aligned version of myself, a more expanded version of myself, a more giving version of myself, right? Like those are the things I care about. And those are the things that I want you to care about, right? And, and also maybe what's in most alignment with you is maybe you've been spending so out of alignment. And so I really hate this word, but it's like the one that fits best excessively for you that you're right. You being in alignment means you spending less and that's okay. But also it's not one-sided. It's not always spending less as the goal. It's about finding where that space is and being all in for it. So I'm so excited and I'm also so freaking hyped because this week our next round of our next sold out round of the Wealth Accelerator starts. I am beyond excited. We had welcome packets and everything gets set out this weekend and I'm just so excited and we have so many fun new things coming for a Wealth Accelerator and so many new of these just massive expansions and, and level up. So I'm so excited. Um, if you were wanting to, we had, we had a um, bunch of uh, applications of people who are really wanting to get into the, into the well, I can't talk, January round. Um, that's closed. We've already started, but we will have another Wealth Accelerator round starting in April. So if that's something that you want to um, join in and apply for, we'll put that link in the bio. You can dive right in and go and grab that. But that is it for this week's episode of the deeper than money podcast. Here's your reminder that spending gets to be good spending gets to be in alignment and you get to trust yourself with money. If you love this episode, please subscribe, leave a review. It means the world. And we will see you back next week on another episode of the deeper than money podcast.